You're listening to The Eye of the Survivor with Tanya G.J. Prince. Now, another way that you can uh, address faith faith communities can assist people dealing with violence and abuse in the community is to make speaking about violence and abuse non-taboo. Make it speakable. Make it normal language. Give people, you know, words that they can use that this is just the norm. When I come to this church, I can speak about this with trusted folk. Case in point, my uh, pastor, Pastor Lance Watson of St. Paul Baptist Church in Richmond, he had, uh, I was at that, I was definitely at that particular, I was at that, uh, at that Sunday service when he spoke about violence and abuse. And I wasn't surprised because it's, it's really, you know, it's, it's the kind of, is the kind of man he is and he spoke against it he spoke against people being violent towards one another being violent in the home being unsafe in the home he spoke about it and spoke about it in such a way as to reinforce the message that God is not pleased with people beating on their wives emotionally abusing their wives financially abusing their wives causing more trauma to children making people feel unsafe anxious and not safe and loved well loved in their homes embraced safe to speak in their homes he spoke against that and I remember listen I done had a good time on Sunday my my normal good time I had a great time come in on Monday knowing that unfortunately Mondays are days that when you work in domestic violence those are heavy caseload days meaning you're going to get a lot of police a lot if you work in tandem with the police department you're going to get a lot of reports because when people are home together oh it's not always a safe space for folks so I'm going through those and I decide, you know what, it's so many here today, I may as well just head on to the courthouse. Just let everybody know, look, I'm just, listen, I'm just stationed at the courthouse today. Because there's a whole lot of um, cases here. This is a heavy Monday. Anybody calls, anybody needs me. I'm at the courthouse because I know that the people are already going to be there getting protective orders. Because this is just a bad Monday, right? So I get to the courthouse and that I can recall there were at least four by the end of that day I had served four folks getting protective orders against people who were violent in the home and these were necessary protective orders listen when I say protective orders nobody's rejoicing about a protective order because a protective order means please you are begging somebody to please 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 protect you from this person who claims they love you this person who says he loves me I am 
I am steps away from my from from danger. This person has said or made me firmly believe that they will kill me. And this is a reality. So nobody rejoices over the protective order. What we're rejoicing over is who hope we're doing this in time so that your mother can keep loving her daughter while she's here your children can keep getting what they need from you and loving you all the people that love you all the people at work who depend on you the people in the community who depend on you you're still here and now I'm activated to join with the rest of you know what we can do the, the what we whatever we can do to try to keep you here. By that end of the day, there were four folks who had spoken of being in one of the three services that our church um, would hold every Sunday because the new building wasn't built yet. And uh, they would, you know, you don't, you don't get into these conversations. You, 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 you know, you. A lot of this is your the conversations, especially when it comes to uh, Christian beliefs or, or, or whatever faith beliefs. Um, those are only prompted by the uh, person coming to you for services. So, someone would say, you know what, I'm fed up with it because I remember the woman. She was a nurse. So I'm fed up with it. And my pastor said that this is the thing that God would have for me, that God loves me. I'm writing. And I'm like, you know, um, if you don't mind me asking, who, well, what pastor, what church do, should we be thanking for this? And four times, it was St. Paul Baptist Church, Reverend Lance Watson. Four times. And it was by their prompting, because these are not conversations when I'm at work that, you know, and doing this type of work that, that, that I would, you know, start up. But four times it was something along the lines of, because I, you know, like, what did I tell y'all? Once you, once somebody has some clarity on how they should be treated and that violence and abuse is not of God, you cannot turn them around. You can't turn them around. Once they have that clarity. They, I don't have to be treated like this. The God I serve would not have me be treated this way. Once that person has that, that clarity deep within their heart and they've accepted it and received it for themselves, you really can't turn them around if you wanted to. <laughs> so what I said that to say, it was by their prompting and their leading of someone four times telling me in different ways, I don't have to put up with this. This is not for me. You know, they were determined, bound. I remember the woman in the, in, who was the nurse. She gave me her nurse's uniform. That's why I can remember her so well all these years later. I remember that nurse's uniform. And I remember her saying, I came in before my shift because, see, this has to be done. It has to stop now. And she had this. Listen, I don't, even th I'm, I don't recall her having a purse because I remember her hands just being kind of on her hips. Like, look, we got to get this done and get this figured out now. I've been going through this for too long. And this is not what, what God would have for me. I, I'm, out, I'm out of his comfort. It, out of his 
you know, comfort zone that he has provided for me. I'm a nurse. I have a career. I have money for me and my children. I don't have to live like this. And you couldn't have turned her, turned her around if you wanted to. I mean, I'm sitting there just, I told you I was writing because I'm sitting there just trying to hurry up and get all the forms filled out and get everything done because she is on a mission. This is how she came in. She came in on a mission. None of that, you know, I can turn the page of me sitting there saying, you know, uh, uh, this is what domestic violence looks like. And this is this and this is that. And and this is what, what we see is I don't have to do any of that because her mind is made up. I specifically will never forget her, I hope. And, uh. So yeah, four times that happened. It, it, you know, I mean, one time is even less eventful than that. It was just a few words, and come on, let's get this show on the road because I don't have to put up with this. This is not. I don't. I'm not. I'm not hiding no more bruises. I'm not wearing no more long sleeves in the summer. I'm not being taken away from my family. I can't go to the cookout because you mad because somebody else is there. You know, so. I say that to say, listen, when you in your Sunday school classes, it's appropriate, you know, because I know there are different age levels. Um, in your Sunday school classes, in your in, in, from the pulpit, from wherever that you have the ear of the people, just letting folks know that God's love is not violent and abusive and he would not have that for you is a lot is a lot and I remember thinking oh my goodness I was sitting in this I remember sitting I think I went to the 10 o'clock service and I remember sitting in that service and it I was happy I was I was you know I felt what I felt but I just didn't know the sitting in that 10 a.m. service that Sunday I had no idea what what all was going on and just think I always say listen just think that was where I that was the county I was working in I was working in Hanover County that was the county I was working in now imagine it it, there's three services all of them packed that's duplicated all over the area People are not just coming to now. First of all, let, let's look at the numbers a little bit. That's all over the area, so that's widespread. And then that's not just the people coming to court. How many? How many therapists got calls that day to say, "Listen, I need, I need some help." Got calls that? How many mamas got calls that day to say, "Mama, I haven't been telling you something." Because I thought I was trying to protect you. But I need my mama right now. And I need you to know that someone is hurting me. How many daddies got that call? Daddy, I need you. How many sisters? How many friends? How many people that we don't even know about got that call? Or or, or that visit? What have you? To have they got it. 
to say I something's been had a hold on me and had me in bondage and in order to be free I'm gonna need your help Lordy, how many people got that I, that's just one little old me because I thought about that on the drive home I was like that's one little old you in Hanover County Virginia one little old you and imagine that I would drive I was driving home thinking oh my goodness how many people got this safe loving healthy message just from that sermon on yesterday wow oh yeah and how many people went to the church looking for more resources you know that 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 sermon you preached that's me you know good i i have had the honor and the privilege you talk about privilege the best privilege i have is being able to see goodness be multiplied and multiplied and multiplied beyond what my mind can even conceive yes i do hear stories of rape and trauma and violence and beatings and shootings and this that and and yes they still visit they still come to me in my dreams they still keep me up i still suffer long-term chronic insomnia but at the same time i have had the honor and the privilege to have a front row seat and sometimes be a, a member of the cast to see goodness multiplied again and again and again i mean so much that my mind couldn't conceive that some see something come back around and go all of that from that wow so when it comes to violence and abuse let's i i hope that that is the goal for us to just do our little good our let's let our little light shine just do our little good where we are the distribution channel and all that it that's not our concern we don't even have to worry about that all we have to do is do our little good our little part shine our little light and you would be amazed again and again and again and again and again again and again how good travels I'm telling you anyway um, be great shine your little light do your little part right where you are don't even worry about the distribution channel and how it's going to get going don't even worry about that it's covered alright y'all be great bye bye Thank you for listening. Abundant blessings.